Hello and welcome to Cut Into The Ball Presents Weird News. All presented by Cut Into The Ball, whichever way you want to look at it. Either way, I'm Ben, Mike's here too. Hello. Claire's here. Hey. And Pete is back. Hey. This is Weird News. It is the weekend after Christmas. I am still full. <laughs> I wanted at least a week to shit this out. <laughs> <laughs> got too many pi- pigs in blankets. Too many pigs in blankets. My dad did me four full thick sausages wrapped in bacon. Oh, oh. We forgot pigs in blankets. Oh. We also forgot Yorkshire pudding. Oh. oh. But yeah, Annie did me five Yorkshire puddings. I, oh. like, I, I did have like, Yorkshire puddings this year. No. Five. I ate like a fucking pig on Christmas Day. What did you put in a trough and you got that on all <laughs> Literally stuck your head in it. <laughs> Might as well have. It was, it was fantastic. Props to my father for his wonderful Christmas. And the gravy tasted a smoky bacon. I knew bacon. you were going to mention the gravy. The gravy tasted a smoky bacon. Nice. So thick you could chuck a rat? So yeah. I like it so thick you can stand the whisk up in it temporarily. Like it takes like at least partially so maybe maybe three quarters of a second to fall that's how thick I like my gravy so we can choke a rat <laughs> I've never heard that expression before <laughs> right, what's the first one here's some terrifying military news from China oh, no. China's new laser assault rifle can silently sear the flesh from half a mile away <laughs> quote the whole person will be set on fire oh fuck me Looks pretty fucking cool, yeah. doesn't it? It does look cool. Looks a bit boxy. It's a bit boxy, but you know, it's new technology. The ZKZM500 laser gun. I need to work on the name. It looks like it's come just off Roblox. Yeah, it does a bit, doesn't it? Mm. Looks like a very 80s gun. It does. It looks like something I'd seen in an 80s sci fi movie, but it's got a scope and it fires a laser beam. <laughs> It's a 15mm calibre weapon, so I guess in the laser beam is 15mm across. Mm. Which is a sizable hole through you when you think about it. Well, it's going to get, is it going to get smaller as it, you know, gets towards its target? That's what you've got to look at is the energy behind the beam at longer ranges. I mean, if they're saying it can sear your flesh at half a mile away, mm-hmm. what's it going to do to you at Looks 100 metres? Yeah. Well, in many ways, unless it's a kill shot with one of these things, you're kind of laughing, aren't you? What, because you were set on fire? <laughs> oh, yeah, if you're set on fire. I'm thinking if it just punched a hole through you, like a really high-powered laser hole, right, you're instantly cauterising the wound. Yeah. So you can prevent an infection. Right? Two blokes don't need to carry it back because you're going to drop. You might even be able to carry on fighting if you get an arm wound. Aha, you cauterise the wound, joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Your clothes might still set on fire. They might well, still set on fire, but at, at some point the military's going to put everyone in fire retardant clothing up to this spec, aren't they? They're going to let people's clothes set on fire. That's a war drives progression. They're going to have fire laser-proof clothes at some point. Well, they're going to say, oi, so- Chinese guys, no, you can't use these. As your opponent, they can set a whole person on fire up to a kilometre away. Fucking hell. It weighs um, 6.6 pounds, the same as an AK-47, and it's firepower kill, but it's sound like something straight out of a sci-fi movie. The ZK-ZM-500, gotta work on the name, China, 
fires an energy beam undetectable to the human eye that can pass through glass and cause the instant carbonization of human flesh from a mile away. So I take back everything I said. <laughs> it's instant carbonization. Ash. That's scary, isn't it? Just that's... a bit. Yep. The pain. You have to worry about that as well. Yep. The pain will be beyond endurance, one reaches has said. It can burn through clothes in a split second. And if the fabric is flammable, the whole person will be set on fire. Fuck. Another researcher said no one would know where the attack came from. It will look like an accident. Happening, you know. <laughs> it will cost $15,000 to manufacture at large-scale production. So $15,000 each is still rather hefty if you've got a million soldiers in your army. Yeah. And can fire a thousand shots on a single charge from a lithium-ion battery. I'm just imagining stormtroopers, I am. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Pretty much. Pew, 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 pew. Without seeing anything, though. Yeah. yeah. That's even more deadly. I guess if you feel a warm spot, move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Pretty much. Split oh. second, it says. Yeah. So yeah it's like, Ow, shit! And then as you're on fire. Yeah. What's the range, though? I think it's, it's saying up to a... Was it like half a kilometre away? Yeah. Luckily, the Barrett is good for a good couple of kilometres. Keep with me, Barrett, thanks. Any of those little uh, little guys come at me with something that looks like it's straight out of road box. A kilometre. I'm going to shoot them in the face yeah. with my Barrett. They <laughs> <laughs> can set you on fire from a kilometre away. That's still only 0.6 miles, 1.6 miles to the kilometre. Yeah. 1.6 kilometres to the mile, sorry. Yeah. So, it outranges SAAE, but it doesn't outrange artillery, does it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's frightening. There are non-lethal applications, though. In the event of a hostage situation, it could be used to fire through windows, at targets and temporarily disable the kidnappers while other units move in to rescue their captives. Could also be using covert military operations. The beam is powerful enough to burn through a gas tank and ignite the fuel storage facility in a military airport. Let's hope no no terrorists will get their hands on these. Are <laughs> they blowing planes at the fucking sky? Yeah. Now the lasers cannot kill a target with a single shot. But if fired at a person for long enough, the weapons will start to burn a hole in their body. So you do have a bit of time here. Cutting through them like a surgical knife in a split second. Yeah, not much time. Yeah, that's horrific. And they're going to give it to the Chinese anti-terrorist police first. Oh. Rather than the uh, army, because it's going to cost $15,000 at a time. Mm. That's an expensive bit of kit when an AK-47 costs like $3 to fucking make, I don't know. It's ridiculously cheap, that's why it's so popular. Yep. Three working parts in the damn thing. Gotta love an AK. Nothing stops it from working, pretty much. It doesn't, you can bury that thing in fucking mud for a year, dig it out, tap the mud out, and it'll fire first time. It's wonderful in its simplicity. Mm. Whereas this thing is not. <laughs> that's your issue, isn't it? Yeah, it can do that. But how many of them are going to work on the day? How do you charge it up as well? How would you charge it up? You know, they, have they, to carry a battery pack around with you. How many battery packs you got? They say a thousand shots from one thousand battery. thousand shots, well, but you're going to hold... They misfire or they, you don't um, get magazines with a thousand, do you? You don't, but 
weight of fire I could put down on opposed to a thousand shots a minute from mm. that I can put down 600 per man that carries a thousand rounds as long as I've got ammunition coming up I could out shoot them mm. and all my guys are behind dug in and they're very good with them fucking laser rifles aren't they I've seen like videos of phones exploding, let alone one of them exploding, but just testing it out. Yeah, what happens if around it's one of them fancy ion batteries or they put them... Yeah, or it misfires. Or, yeah. Well, that, there'd be no kick on them though, to be fair, would there? No. could hold it on the target all you wanted. Interesting, but either way, China leading the way with laser assault rifles. That we know about. That we know about. Potentially. Yeah, I think things we don't know about. Well, that's true. Like all that stuff Eisenhower got off from the got off the greys at the Hollywood Air Force Base meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yep. Man with two hundred and seventy-eight penis piercings opens up about how they affect his sex life. Bet they do. Yeah. Are there any pictures? <laughs> Only Dolly Parton there for some reason. <laughs> I don't mind looking at Dolly though. She's all right. The world record holder for the most body modifications has spoken out about having 720... 278. Sorry, yeah. Penis piercings affecting his sex life. German body mod enthusiast Rolf Buchholz... Oh, of course he's called Rolf and he's German. <laughs> of course he is. I am Rolf from Deutschland. Buchholz. Buchholz. Right. He's got 481 piercings, but 278... Of those or, or on his not, penis. Yeah. Apparently, it doesn't even affect him. It doesn't affect him at all, apparently. Speaking of the Daily Star, said if they were an issue, he would have got rid of them a long time ago. Ugh. Not much of a story, then, is it? What an issue is. He's in his face! However, <laughs> fuck you now. Metal detectors in airports have a field day. <laughs> <laughs> And claims he was even denied entry to the UAE because of his distinctive look. I'm not surprised. He's got horns, doesn't he? He's got yeah. implants that look sort of like little mini horns. He's got, I don't know, a few hundred piercings around his lips and huge dangly ears with plates in them. He looks like a fucking alien, doesn't he's he? He's yeah. fucked up, isn't he, to be fair. The contacts don't help either. He's got 35 implants, including horns, and five magnetic implants in fingertips on his right hand. That could be kind of cool, though. Magnetic implants under mm. your fingertips just go... Boop. Like using the force, that shit. Okay, well, that's him, I think. In all fairness... I mean... She's mad. Yeah. I mean, I don't like a tattoo. Put 90% of your body, and then you put in... Oh, 60%? Enough. The, t- the the piercings you've got on your penis. Yeah. That's just crackers. Yeah. Yeah. When you're talking of all the places, piercings, nearly six, about 60% of them all on your willy. <laughs> it's crackers. There's yeah. definitely something going on there. There's some deep seated psychological problem going on there. I'm still trying to work out how he's fit to 278 piercings on his penis. Oh, it'll be a scrope, won't it? It'll be all right in there, all over there. <laughs> it's still a hell of a lot, is it? It is. It's more fucking metal than... It's a lot to digest. ...than cock, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sure it would be a lot to digest. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. US Quidditch leagues to change their name in effort to break from J.K. Rowling. Oh. 
Oh, fuck off, is what I say to this. <laughs> Leaders of the sport criticise the Harry Potter creators' uh, trans views as leagues also cite trademarks issues. There's your real problem. She's not making money off it. <laughs> yeah, basically, she's there saying it's a Quidditch league and that's trademarked. So it's like, oh, we're, we're going to call ourselves something else because she's a transphobe? She's also an anti-Semite. Is she? I didn't realise this until John Stewart mentioned it on his show. Okay. The problem with John Stewart, I don't know if you've seen it. No, I haven't. It's good, it's on Apple TV, but a lot of it's on YouTube. And, uh, because no one watches Apple TV. <laughs> who, who are the people that look after all the money in the Harry Potter world? The little goblins. Yeah, the big long noses. The big nosed little goblins with little coin purses around the necks. Yeah. And a little Jew gold. Yeah. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah. I don't remember I noticed it before. It's, you know what, I'll give you that. And they looked at Nazi era propaganda of how they depicted the Jew. And it's and pretty much. It was goblin like, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very similar. Borat. Look at Borat. Yeah. yeah, Borat, yeah. The way he depicts. Depicts. The way he depicts them is, yeah, it's very yeah. much goblin like. Yeah. So, yeah, wow, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's fucked up, isn't it? Racist biatch. I'm still putting this down as a trademark thing. More than likely, it's about the money, isn't it? Yeah. So, Harry Potter's favourite sport, Quidditch, is to receive a new name in the in the US, in part because of its leaders are critical of the controversial views of the fictional Wizards creator J.K. Rowling, which the US leagues have called anti-trans. Because what she's just saying, like, you know, she's not not with it. Then she's not. I don't know what she said. She said something, man. She basically came out a while back with a tweet that's kind of said that there's only two genders, and it's I don't know I don't brush it away. It was something that was interpreted as anti-trans, but at the same time, it's like one of them fifty-one forty-nine debates, and the ones that show loudest get their voices heard. There are only two <laughs> genders, but there's a lot of identities. I think I'd, I'd go with that. I don't know. I don't understand it, to be fair. I don't want to... If they feel there's something I different... I don't want then, to put my view on that. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a view that I don't really care what you want to identify as. Just just don't keep shouting at me about just it. Be nice. Just be yeah, nice. Just, just don't, keep, don't keep shouting at me about it and taking offence to literally fucking anything. Yeah. That would be nice. I don't care what you want to do. It doesn't bother me. As long as it's legal and no one's getting hurt against their will, I'm okay with it. Yeah. So two leagues that operate the sport in the US also cite trademark issues for their uh, decision for the rebranding. The term Quidditch is a game that, um, that team played by teams on broomsticks chasing balls of various sizes called quaffles, bugglers and a golden snitch. So what are they doing that in real life? They literally run around with a broom in between them. Yeah, legs. but who's, who's the golden snitch in that situation? I think the like gets... person is a golden snitch, I think. Cause they have to run around quite a lot, very fast. Is it a drone? <laughs> Are they chasing a drone be. at this point? I don't know. I don't know. I'm really not sure. I think it's another person. It's one of the players, I'm pretty sure. Sort of like a, like a referee, but they'll be the, the snip. I've looked, I've, I have looked at it and tried to work it out. There was a programme about it. and mm. 
I watched it a little bit. But I'm going to watch some Major League Quidditch last this <laughs> podcast because I'm confused now, to be fair. Well, someone has stated that Quidditch is at a turning point. We can continue the status quo and stay really small, or we can make big moves and really propel this sport forward into the next phase. That's uh, Mary Kimball, Executive Director of the US Quidditch Association, I'm assuming. So, what I'm getting from this is, they, they stole her sport that she created yeah. in her own head. Mm-hmm. Right? That's meant to be played by people on broomsticks, but they're just possibly on bikes at best. <laughs> no, they are literally running around with broomsticks in between their legs. Oh, right, is that it? Literally. Okay, and now they're bitching... This thing that they stole from her and is based on the entire fandom that she's created is now... Uh, Quidditch is a bit anti-trans, so we're still going to keep playing the sport in its current form, but we're just going to change the name. So it's not associated with... Yeah, but it is associated with her because she invented the whole thing. Yeah. So it's come out of her head, her anti-trans head... So, looks like you have to go play matter fucking softball kids, doesn't it? Because you can't play that anymore. They can, but they can change a different name. It's still the same thing, though, isn't it? It's like if you started calling rugby. American football. American football. <laughs> it's still the same thing. That's no, totally different, isn't it? Yeah, that's a fair. Right, it's like if you started calling rugby platypus. It's still the same thing. Yeah. So, it's still Quidditch, but they're just changing the name. Yeah. You should call it Quadotch. Oh, who cares? Why don't they just leave the Quidditch and just go look everyone's uh, uh, invited, you know? Girls, boys, whatever you are. Play Quidditch. Resist the name change, play Quidditch, fuck it. Why not? Everyone's not called Quidditch anyway. Non-binary, you know, you're welcome. Uh, They're all welcome. Yeah. Move on. Oh, it just annoys me. Yeah. Still Quidditch. Yeah. A rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. Shakespeare. Yeah, we know, yeah. Some free Shakespeare there. <laughs> Get on with it, and it's your go. A CIO. <laughs> Sorry, was it? <laughs> I was looking up to look at it, yet, like. <laughs> I've seen this before, actually. Yeah. yeah, I have. CIA reveals that extraterrestrials destroyed Russian troops using, quote, Sodom and Gomorrah weapon. Ooh. Ooh. A CIA briefing paper summarising an article published in a Ukrainian newspaper tells a terrifying tale of a one-sided scrimmage that occurred between Russian troops and extraterrestrials. The March 27th, 1993 source article for the CIA briefing paper claims that the incident is based on a 250-page file obtained by the CIA soon after the dissolution of the Soviet Union in 1991. Well. So you've got the Russians fighting the aliens. Russians are fighting the aliens. And I've heard that a lot in sources like this. So it's <laughs> unknown... Boundaries.com <laughs> Reputable sources Reputable sources like this I'm, I'm privy to several of them <laughs> got President Eisenhower having tea And handed over his hat <laughs> Next If I was a grey I'd want a hat Especially if it's a general's hat mm. Even just one of those sort of Brown troby kind of hats From the 1950s If I was a grey And I was sat there with my big bald head Big bald grey head I'd be like Hmm let us see how your hat fits me I like this hat. Mask off, 
Because they're going to drop the facade. <laughs> anyway, the mysterious file, which reportedly serves as the primary source of this Russian military defeat, supposedly contains many photos and interviews with survivors of a one-sided battle which is ascribed in the newspaper article as a, quote, horrific picture of revenge on the part of the extraterrestrial creatures. Of revenge, what did we do to them? Well, according to the captured KGB materials, the scrimmage between Russian troops and the alien creatures began when a low-flying UFO buzzed a routine Russian military training exercise. This apparent unexpected surveillance by a UFO caused one of the soldiers to unwisely launch a surface-to-air missile that hit the UFO, bringing it down not far from where the troops were assembled. Well, that wouldn't that be interesting if Russian surface-to-air missiles could, could bring down a UFO? Yeah. Because um, that would mean the Western ones can too, by default, because they're a bit better. Yeah. So if it's that easy, yeah. bring them on! <laughs> bring on Independence Day, we'll blow those fuckers out the sky! <laughs> you send fucking David Hasselhoff up there with a fucking computer bar or something? David Hasselhoff? <laughs> I don't want to sacrifice Jeff Goldblum! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm crappy to sacrifice David! I don't think the Germans would let us. So is that what David Hasselhoff is? Is it a cheap bloody Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. That'd be someone I wanted to sacrifice. Is it a born to be sacrificed? The Germans wouldn't let us. It's a national treasure. They can have statues of him. They can build the David Stag if they want. I'm just saying that I'd rather keep Jeff Goldblum at the tomb. Yeah. <laughs> Poor David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a uh, video of him eating, eating his dinner out of a dog bowl when he was pissed. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. He was a very bad alcoholic. <laughs> but now he can sacrifice his life to save the planet. <laughs> Redeem himself. Redeem himself. <laughs> or delete that video from the internet forever. And one day a year will be known as David Hasselhoff Day. And all we'll listen to is looking for freedom. No. See, be a new meaning to Saint David's Day. <laughs> exactly. We'll come by the two. Saint well, David. Yeah, that's what I mean. We'll yeah. just we'll just use Saint David's Day. And it'll be a uh, new meaning to it. Saint exactly. Hasselhoff Day. But instead of killing the UFO's occupants, the soldiers' defensive action stirred up a hornet's nest for no shit. Russian soldiers watched in horror as five humanoid creatures with large heads and large black eyes emerged from the domed UFO. It was then something amazing occurred, which I have read about in many UFO reports. Instead of surrendering to the Russians, the five alien entities came together put their arms around each other as they morphed into a single object that acquired a spherical shape. When they said came together, I thought it was the Captain Planet thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to punch a ring into the air. <laughs> Fire! Our powers combined! And there's five of them too, so it just made sense. I was like, my God, the Planeteers! <laughs> they morphed into a single object that acquired a spherical shape. That object began to buzz and hiss sharply and then became brilliant white, the report states. 
and I'll quote, in a few seconds the spheres grew much bigger and exploded by faring up with an extremely bright light. At that very instant, 23 soldiers who had, who had watched the phenomenon turned into stone poles. <laughs> Only two soldiers who stood in the shade and were less exposed to the luminous explosion survived. So it's like turning them into like pillars of... Yeah. Like, is, that what, is that what God did? Petrified. Yeah. According to the article, the remains of the UFO and the petrified soldiers were transferred to a secret scientific research institution near Moscow. Or Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're American? No, yes. Moscow. 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 Ask a Russian man what they call it. What would they say? Moscow. Yeah. Fair enough. I've asked one. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to finish that argument once and for all. I can understand that. Russian scientists preliminarily believe that the aliens have harnessed an energy force that can instantaneously change flesh and blood into stone, which is a bit reminiscent of the biblical story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm. Yeah. So there you go. What do you think? I think so. I think, obviously, www.unknownboundaries.com. I smell bullshit! <laughs> You're telling me that Chet Dembeck is a liar? <laughs> I smell bullshit, but there is a possibility. You don't know, do you? You don't know for sure. But I, do smell, I do smell a funny colour on that mm -hmm. one, definitely. Well, you know me, I'm a slut for aliens. If the Russian army's fighting a bunch of fucking aliens who can turn me into stone, I'm down for that. Uh, doesn't surprise me. Okay, moving on. Someone paid $650,000 for a non-existent yacht in the metaverse. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? In the where? In the metaverse. What's that? This, thing, this new thing from Meta. It used Facebook, to be Facebook. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's Facebook and Instagram and what's the other one he owns? YouTube. WhatsApp. Oh, that's Google, isn't it? And WhatsApp. Instagram. Instagram, I've said Instagram. Oh. They are now the metaverse and this The is meta. The meta. And, and the metaverse is like a virtual world that you can go and hang out in. A bit like Second Life. Yeah, yes. the game Second Life yeah. almost, right? I think this time next But year there's less have... sex in this one probably. <laughs> yeah, and less flying donkey unicorn werewolves. Apparently someone got means. groped in the metaverse the other day. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. What? Who got groped? Someone got groped in the metaverse. Right. Okay. The avatar of the person that the groper was just a disembodied head with two big hands. Yeah. And it groped it inappropriately in the metaverse. Oh. Well, in all fairness, which I think is going to happen eventually. <laughs> I mean, as soon as anyone... Someone's going to need counselling for that. Yeah. As soon as anyone invents anything, someone figures out a way to get sex involved. Yeah. So have you got a way of like um, VR sort of goggles yeah. or do you think like this time next year we'll have some sort of like projection unit on our wall? Maybe not this time next no. year but within... Maybe in a decade. Within time, yeah. Bring me the holodeck. Well it'll project, at first it'll be it's like... So no, it's the goggles <laughs> and the gloves isn't it? Soon it'll be something in your hand like on the uh, Total Recall. You know, the new version they did a Total Recall. I never watched that. They did like a... Uh, yeah, they kind of did like phones 
built in with your hands and I could kind of see something like that happening with kind of like a little holograph, hologram kind of 3D thing can kind of pop out of your wrist or something. Yeah. Like these, because it's already there, like people embedding technology into their skin. Yeah. And a lot, they can do that over like a touch, like a fingerprint access, you know, like you kind of yeah. Yeah. touchless, bloody keyless, so they've got a chip they use their the skin, hand, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or their arm or their elbow or something. I don't want that. No, 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 totally not. But so you can see that that is getting close. It really is. Yeah. Well, someone's just paid $650,000 for a non-existent yacht in the metaverse. The yacht is comically hideous. It can only be described as Minecraft-esque with its blocky design. <laughs> so like why it. has someone spent nearly two-thirds of a million on it? I don't know, but they just spent 650k in Ethereum for an NFT yacht that only exists in the metaverse. Ooh. Should we start building yachts in the metaverse? The metaverse platform, the sandbox. <laughs> well, can we? We'll go quarters on it. We'll, uh, it's ridiculous. we'll start making boats. The yacht is made up of four storeys complete with lounge areas, a hot tub, dance floor, DJ booth and two helipads. Non-existent helicopters sold separately. <laughs> yeah. Right, so, is this person having this made so you can go and visit it? Yeah. And so charge people... Well, maybe. Or yeah. just with your friends. Yeah. So hang about in the metaverse on my yacht. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody who clearly has own. more money than sense. Yeah. Clearly. Why well, did it start making his money back? Because Richard Yitz so fucking do it. Went to these chartering out his yacht yeah. on fucking yeah. yeah, but people have a virtual party on. Stand in the same room, but have a virtual party on a yacht. Well, yeah. they've got they put out that really shit one, so someone was like, "Oh, that's shit! I want a better one in the metaverse than that." And then they go, "I just wanted this, but you know, big and bold yeah. and." Wait until we're doing this podcast in some kind of weird metaverse where Mike's an anime character. <laughs> You're some kind dog. of warrior barbarian. <laughs> yeah. I want to be a dog. You can be a, you're like Dog Tanya, <laughs> and I'm a cyborg. Have you seen Ready Player One? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, uh, but I want to watch it. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ready till we get to that, we'll do it on the mm. podcast and we just sing each other like that. It's fucking mental. But you'll make money on that. Actually, People will fucking hire it out. It's like bitcoins and that, though, isn't it? Mm. However much they may be worth. That's just mad. Crackers. Imagine the first guy to get a fully functioning hollow deck. The thing with Bitcoin is it takes so much energy to mine the coins, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm sure that the power needed is more than several countries, isn't it? I'm, I'm not sure. I have no idea how that yeah, works. It's a massive amount of energy it needs. If it keeps growing, they say it's going to take up half the world's energy just to mine Bitcoins. Hey. All these computers going... Ah... Right, I get it's you. Mining stuff that isn't really there—it's madness. Oh, that's just crazy. Yeah. Aren't they worth like thirty-five grand a piece? Well, they are. Yeah, they My can mate's be. Got one like an actual coin, mm. Bitcoin. He's got one. He showed it me. I was like, "That's worth thirty-five grand." I was like, "Why have you still got it then? Why don't you fucking sell it?" Because well, it fluctuates rapidly. Yeah. Yeah, but it might go down to nothing really it might quickly do. and never get. Never get that kind of return on it. No. Yeah, but it has been up higher than 35 grand. He said he's got two. 
What? He's off my left stack. I don't know. What, it's 35 grand for a Bitcoin, and he's got two Bitcoins. Mm. Like the physical ones, yeah. though. It looks like a big silver coin, it looks like something out of Mario Brothers. Mm. Hmm. It's got a big B on it. Yeah. Well, that's the future, everybody. Yeah. And finally. <laughs> right, an Italian man tries to dodge COVID vaccine wearing a fake arm. <laughs> yeah. So basically, this guy, he's got a silicone prosthetic arm and tried to dupe the medical staff into injecting COVID vaccine in there because he, he's an anti-vaxxer, but he wants the COVID pass. Paid hundreds of euros for that. Hundreds of euros for that prosthetic. Yeah. They're taking him to court. So the bizarre episode at the vaccine hub in Biella, is that what you say? Biella. Biella, Biella. A town close to Turin in the northern... Piedmont. 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 Region. I don't know. Somewhere in Italy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Came a week after Italy announced measures barring unvaccinated people from a host of social, cultural and sporting activities. After completing the bureaucratic formalities... Bureaucratic. Bureaucratic formalities, I do apologise, including signing a consent form in front of the doctor, the man aged 50 sat down and lifted up the sleeve of his shirt as he prepared for a health worker to administer the jab. Initially, the health worker did not notice anything odd as the silicone looked similar to skin. But after taking a closer look and touching the arm... Touch the arm? Yeah. Stone cold, the medic asked the man <laughs> to take off his shirt. His plan foiled... He, the man who has not been named then tried to persuade the health worker to turn a blind eye. <laughs> <laughs> I felt offended as a professional, Philippa Bow told La Repubblica. The uh, colour of his arm made me suspicious and when I asked the man to uncover the rest of the arm, it was well made, it wasn't the same colour. The man <laughs> said to her, would you have imagined that I'd have such... Oh, my God, he's bragging as well. You said this my car, it's not as fuck. It's all So she told... Like, I of Arnold Schwarzenegger's moulds of the famous <laughs> the Universe era. Uh, so she told Les Stamper she could not see the man's veins. At first, I thought I made a mistake that it was a patient with an artificial arm. It's not clear whether he was wearing a whole fake arm or some kind of silicone layer over his skin. So, the promptness of the skill of the health worker ruined the plans of this person who will now have to respond to Judiciary Alberto Cirio, the president of Piedmont, said the joint statement of Luigi Icardi, the regional health counsellor I'm sure that's exactly how you say his name yeah <laughs> but yeah so they jumped on him and stabbed him anyway with the, the vaccine <laughs> you will be vaccinated just jam it into his heart but yeah he's, he's going to be taken to court over it basically for fraud yeah see I don't really want this booster but I know that to go anywhere next year I'm going to have to have it and that's what bugs me because it's like a subtle blackmail yeah Oh, well, you'll be able to have lateral flows to go where you want to go, I think. Yeah, no, it's just, they'll want boosters. Because they, they, can't, they can't make it law. They can't make it law. So, mandatory isn't... It's never been done before, is it? 
Mandatory doesn't mean you have to. It means they really want, really, really, really want you to. Um, <laughs> Basically, because there's no law that can hold that in place. So I don't think it'll ever get to that stage, I hope. And if it does, there's going to be six plus million people uprising and they can't afford for that many people to be towering down on number 10 Downing Street kind of thing. No, they can't. And it is personal choice. I I fully agree with that. It is. It's it's absolute personal choice. Is it a bad choice to have it? Well, that's the thing that concerns you. There's no long-term data on this. I'm not saying it's deadly. I'm saying there's certain reactions in people that have been underlooked in the media. Maybe. Thing is, I don't blame anybody for not... There's a lot of nurses and people that work within the hospitals that are going to lose their jobs soon because they're refusing to have the jabs. Why are they refusing to have the jabs? They're seeing people come in with adverse reactions. So they know what can happen if they take these jabs, which is why they're not taking them. There was even oh, you'd be careful that you said a lot. Is, you know, yeah, but there, there was I think a, the vast majority of the NHS are vaccinated, aren't they? There was a report about, I can't remember which hospital it was now, and they're, they're saying basically they're going to be buggered because the amount of people they're yeah. going to lose because it's of probably still because a fair of fair being every single every single one that's had an adverse reaction there's been three ten or four. that haven't there's ten that haven't no I, I agree completely but that's um, my point yeah. mm-hmm. there's a lot of people there are some people things. who aren't vaccinated die as well as well as people that are vaccinated yeah. Yeah. so that's, it's they're not reporting but it's still the way I looked at it is you, had a, you had a three percent chance of dying of COVID. It's not even that. It's not that, man. It's not even it's that. Not it's, like point, it's, like, it's less than point. It's less than 1%. I don't think it's less than the flu, is it? The flu is yeah. 1.5%. It's a bit 0.8. Is it? If, yeah. you're un, if you are healthy, it goes up to about 1.5 if you have an underlying condition. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Just like the flu does every year. That's that's the problem. It's, it's, no, it's no worse than a normal flu. And but I guess you've got a jab the difference is unless you've got underlying conditions. Yeah, yeah. It is like a worse flu. Yeah. So you've got, got asthma, I've got asthma, diabetes, yeah. anything that stops your immune system responding is should, yeah, it's a lot more deadly to you. Yeah. yeah. That's it. But and if you do if you do get to the point where you're in a hospital on a ventilator, then chances are you're not gonna make it. That's it. It's I've got more chance now that I've had the jab. My brother. Yes, obviously you've got less chance of having that scenario if you yeah. have if you've had the jab. But what's killing people is the pneumonia that it brings on. That's that's, that's what yeah. that's the main that's the main killer from it. It's yeah. COVID pneumonia, uh, but this happens through any flu or any cold yeah. every year. My brother, fit as a fiddle, been in the army for twenty odd years, and he had a shitty cold, caught pneumonia, got over that, double pneumonia, straight on top of it. So it can happen just from a cold. Um, it can but, but the difference like is, that, yeah. these aren't reported. They're not reported every year. If they were reported every year, people would probably have the same thoughts and opinion on the normal common bloody colds and flus because equal amount of people die each year from these ailments, from the normal colds and flus, except, except this particular flu, the, the COVID strain, has been highlighted by the media. So everyone is in panic by it because they are because the media are fueling it it's if you look at the the death figures over the years there's no excess deaths in the past couple of years from the previous four five six ten years that it's like the same kind of death rate each year i don't know and about that 
You look on the government figures because they, they, they are there, they're there to read. No, it and has we, spiked, but it hasn't. Like, we had a spike also in 2008. It, it, you get spikes all over the place, but the, and when you look at it as a. Than the, the, the numbers mm. for this year just When gone. you look at them, like the medium, like the kind mm. of. You, you average it out over the years, there's not that much mm. more. There is probably more. But we're talking a few flu deaths. You always look at seventy thousand a year, regardless. Exactly. And, it, and we, we take a flu a jab every half. year, don't we? We take a flu yeah. jab every year. Yeah, but it took a year and a half to get to one hundred and twenty thousand deaths. And winter flu is winter flu. That's that's seventy thousand people die of winter flu within a four four month period, pretty much that peak of that four month period. Yeah. So there's less people died. Over a stretched amount of 18, 20 months. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I was checking out the flu numbers. This, the is, this is what I'm saying. And then last year, there was no, no flu. Flu was literally non existent last year, but COVID was there. That's true. So yeah, all of the barely any flu deaths recorded last year. That's and all those flu deaths. There's a fat line across the bottom of the graph. Yeah, literally zero. Literally on zero. And I was just like, it? how can that be? Is it, you know, because it's, you know, dressed up as, as COVID? Well, or they were, they were is it putting, not spread yeah. because, because of, you know, self-isolations and all that? But there'd be a few deaths, wouldn't they? It wouldn't be sort of flatlining along the bottom. You've got to look at um, the American deaths are put down. If you've had a, COVID, a positive COVID death within a month and you die of cancer, that was a COVID death. Mm. Loads of cases like that. And there's been a lot of people that have died from things like cancer and that that wouldn't have died mm, because they'd have had, had more treatment that yeah. they, wasn't yeah. being available to them that was but then yeah. say they were getting covid they were dying because they were in they were fucked from cancer anyway mm. because they haven't been getting the treatment they got they should be getting yeah so that's it, was the next big it was a real double-edged blade that's the next big scandal in this country that will be that'll be the whoever comes in if the Tories stay in or labor get in that's the next scandal then yeah. first scandal has a deal right completely because yeah. better people will be like, well, I would have survived cancer if I'd have had chemo. My friend's 26-year-old son died last year because he had, he had a lung, lung disease, but he wasn't getting the treatment he should have been getting because it was all being put back and put off because of mm. COVID. Mm. And he died. His stats got so low, he just died. And without the medication he should have been having and the treatment he should have been having, he died. He's 26 years old. Yeah, that's it. And he had lung disease from working on bloody cold trains and things like that and dusty 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 environments but i think it could have been treated you could still be here today mm. so although it wasn't a covid death it was certainly caused by covid yeah so mm. there's a lot of there's a lot of that as well and it's it's such but, but I, I believe in covid i've had covid and it was a shitty flu but i've had worse flus i got over it my friend Lee, who I'm going to see tonight, he just had COVID. And again, he's got over it. He, yeah, the majority of people do because they have yeah, that underlying condition. Just, just like with the flu and normal colds every year. That's my yeah. point. And when you do think about those numbers, like I say, you've got four months, 70,000 70, people died. 18 months, 20 months, 120,000 people have died. It, it, you can't say more have died this year because of the, it's been spread over the whole fucking time because it's not disappeared like the winter flu does. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. right then. We'll leave it there then, shall we? <laughs> mm. I forgot that was still recording. I do apologise. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, have a vaccine if you want. That, everyone has their own free choice. There you go. Definitely. Yeah. 
I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any shot. Crack on. If, if, you, if you want it, take it. If you don't, don't. There you go. Don't make anyone force you to do anything you don't want to. Definitely. We're still a free society. Just about. So, right. <laughs> I'm right. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I'm Claire. And, yeah, don't be slating no trans. Or... Oh, you'll lose your sports or, name. Or, you know, <laughs> all the gays. It's just not cool. I'm Pete. Be safe. Be nice. Hug someone. If no one's, if no one's gonna say it, I wanna say it. Don't put two hundred eighty six piercings in your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was saving that. I thought someone was gonna have it. All right, don't do that either. Have a vaccine if you want, but don't fucking put two hundred eighty six piercings in your dick. Because that's oh. just fucking wrong. <laughs>